Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Jan, very good afternoon to you and thanks for joining us. Good afternoon, it's a pleasure to be here. No, great to have you on board, Jan. Hi, yes, can you hear me? Yes, loud and clear. We've got you it's loud and clear, Jan. We have been it's having ple- some... It's ple- okay, great stuff. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. No, great to have you on board, Jan. So, let's start with something. This is ringing a bell. I think you and I have unpacked this before. Vodacom has been ordered yes. to pay Please Call Me Idea Man 29 million or billion minimum. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's twenty nine billion with a B. <laughs> it's I was making it's, sure uh, about truly, that. Truly, uh, mm. yeah, yeah, no, it's it's definitely worth making sure because mm-hmm. um, the the you know there's no other way to put this. It's an obscene sum of money. If if you yeah. would contextualize, I don't think uh, people fully grasp. No, no one fully grasps. I don't fully grasp how huge a sum of money that is. You know, like if you look at the Powerball jackpot. Right. You know, when it reaches like 100, 150 million rand or whatever, like that's that's not just a life changing amount of money. That's that's beyond a life changing amount. Of Indeed. Money. Uh, the, the, mm-hmm. Like it's just a huge sum of money. So so when you you multiply that by ten and then by ten again, mm. um, like you know, it's 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 an obscene sum of money. It puts you in the ranking of the wealthiest South Africans today, uh, like like that are alive today. It's 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 crazy. Um, and so anyway, um. Be that as it may, yes, uh, what's happened here, Court of Appeal have ruled against Vodacom um, in, in a case about uh, what, what's, uh, what's essentially about a promise of compensation for an idea, right? right. And so uh, what, this case boils, what this case boils down to at the end of the day is Nkosana Makate, Kenneth Nkosana Makate, came to his, his uh, direct superior at Vodacom, he worked. He was working working as a financial controller there at the time, and he said, "I have this idea." And you know, he prepared a, a short memo about the idea, and the idea was to essentially ring people's phones, send them a missed call without airtime. Right. So it wasn't even "please call me" as we know it, right. but it was it was a similar concept. The idea was to send someone some kind of notification that they would call me back because I've run out of airtime, and uh, and so um, his boss at the time said that there would be some kind of recognition for for his idea if it was turned into a successful product. And so the, the like uh, teams at Vodacom worked on this um, and, and ultimately developed it into what we know as Call Me. But there's, there's uh, like interesting tidbits along the way. Um, firstly, uh, MTN beat Vodacom to the punch. MTN came out with a Please Call Me product before Vodacom did on the okay. 1st of January 2001, I think, and patented it. So the the, the person who, whose name is on this patent is it's Ari Khan, who worked at, at MTN as a consultant at the time. And, and so apparently there was a huge blow up between the two companies uh, over this, but um, it's, it's a long story. Involving uh, the, the the Remgro group, so Johan Rupert and, had, and MTN and Vodacom had the same lawyers at the time, Spore and Fisher, and they managed to smooth this whole thing over so it doesn't land up in court um, over over the patent rights that that MTN had. And so um, even the the status of uh, Makate as the inventor of Please Call Me is in dispute. 
So that's why I say what what this case hinges on is not invented, please call me, even though um, Makate is being referred to as the inventor of please call me, and that's probably not accurate. What this hinges on is the promise that his boss made him okay. and, and whether Bo- and whether Vodacom honored that promise or not. And so uh, this thing has now got, it's gone all the way up to the Constitutional Court. The Constitutional Court said, please, um, you know, Vodacom and Makate's team negotiate in good faith for a reasonable compensation. Right. And, uh, and uh, you know, the, the Constitutional Court not being born yesterday uh, understood that this would likely end in death, that they were not going to come to an agreement. So as a deadlock breaker, they said, um, if you reach deadlock, the CEO of Vodacom, who then and now is Shamil Jusup, will determine a reasonable amount of compensation, mm. and that will and that will be the amount. Right. And so deadlock happened. Shamil came back with a offer forty seven million rand, wow. which which Makate <laughs> and his team declined. Um, and and so uh, you know they they wanted a bigger payday. Right. Um, and Young, so this sorry ended uh, up back in the back in the high court. The high right. court. Uh, yes. No no no. Carry on. Sorry, I you've just have to be getting this intermittent <laughs> signal. But carry on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So hopefully hopefully folks are catching the gist of it. So the high court actually um essentially rules in favour of Makate. Vodacom taken on appeal to the Supreme Court who also rules in favor of Makate and essentially order, that's now the story we published today, essentially mm-hmm. order Vodacom to use the models that Makate provided to the court, which um, which wow. which uh, comes to this huge, just this insane sum of money. Right. Um, 29 billion rand at a minimum. And if you change <laughs> the variable slightly, so that's wow. 5% revenue share. If you, if you use 7.5% revenue share, uh, um, uh, it comes to an even higher amount. And then, they even included an amount for mm. for fifteen percent revenue share, which is just ludicrous. Yeah. Um, but the court said um, the uh, Vodacom must do five percent to seven and a half percent revenue share, which essentially comes to twenty nine to fifty five billion rand, according to Makate's calculations. That's, that's absurd. Now, now, <laughs> yeah, and so now uh, Vodacom obviously um, is going to take the matter on. Okay. And it is going to come down to um, whether whether these um, you know whether you know it's it, it's probably going to challenge the calculations um, and uh, you know amongst other, and perhaps even um, argue against the whole thing. Mm. We'll see what it does in the constitutional right. court. But um, the 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 thing, some uh, disagreement between Vodacom and Makate about how this revenue share was calculated in the first place. So, um, but also the, the crucial thing that the Supreme Court said was that um, uh, Jusup, who had calculated um, one of the models that he used, was revenue share, which was a huge mistake, but let's not get into that. He calculated over five years. And the Supreme Court said, no, no, you have to calculate it over 18 years. Um, and so that, that's, a, that's a crucial point of this of this whole thing because that compound interest over 18 years is what takes uh, the amount from from um you know say what it would have been a billion rand or something uh to you know 22 or 55 billion rand yeah it's you know this is such this is such a lengthy and complex shall we say process just to round this all off i've got this message from roland if i can read this to you roland is saying my employment contract states that if i come up with any process at work which actually involves my work or my company the company owns all the right isn't the standard that is any process any software or anything yes yeah, exactly. And so um, in this case, part of the technicality is the fact that Makate was a fund. 
financial controller and not in product development or in engineering. And oh. so, um, and, and so the argument is that this fell outside of his normal scope of work. Okay. Um, and uh, I think I think part of the problem was that Vodacom essentially acknowledged the evidence, and you know, could could not refute the evidence that said that that he was promised some sort of compensation. But the problem was that the amount was never agreed on. And so that's that's part of the lesson that companies need to learn out of this. Those contracts need to be tightened up about okay. intellectual property. Right. And, and if any amount of compensation is promised, the precise random cent needs to be agreed upon immediately. Otherwise, <laughs> something like this can come and bite you years down the line. Indeed. Jan, I never would have uh, guessed that we would have spoken about one issue on the program, but it's been fascinating. No, I wish we could have, issue, I, yeah, yeah. I wish yeah. we could have unpacked it in, in fact uh, a, a bit further, but Jan, we've actually run out of time. We cannot interrogate you any further on any hot tech stuff. But <laughs> no, no. Say, I'm hey, but I'm, no, 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 not at all. It was a great conversation. <laughs> in fact, uh, it would be a good idea to unpack this a bit further regarding, you know, property rights and uh, regarding in, in, in involving yes. companies, as you've mentioned. But Jan, as yes. I mentioned, we've yes. got to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon, as usual on Tuesdays, uh, to t- talk to us everything hot tech, in this case, this one subject. And Anton, yeah, thanks so much, Anton, for your uh, comments, your uh, your contribution. Anton is still saying, strange, so many people have been using a mist to friends and family, nothing new. Well, yes, Anton, indeed. It's, it's a conversation that we really can expand on, can't we? Uh, but yes, but as I mentioned, on the Afternoon Overdrive, this is what we're here for. Let's keep the conversation going. Let's keep these issues... Uh